0: Day and it's an ordinary time and uh, I was flooded over Christmas with a lot of emails and uh, mostly jokes as people didn't like my jokes so they had to send me some new ones. So here's one. What do you call a puppy that has a fever? A hot dog. <laughs> do you get it? <laughs> uh, somebody got it. Uh, So, we're back to ordinary time and ordinary stupid jokes and ordinary food, no big, you know, great big turkeys or hams, we're just back to hot dogs and chili or whatever. And we are in ordinary time, and that's where I think God does his best work. Not in the big events, but just in the ordinary, you know, not like uh, we see the Super Bowl, but Really, it's in the ordinary practices every day where the work takes place. And so we're in an ordinary time and, and we hear you know that we're to start. If God's going to do his best work, speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. So everybody say that with me on this cold, bitter morning. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. I was uh, at NKU, uh, in my first year at college, and uh, I had an early morning, eight o'clock morning, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, chemistry class. And needless to say, I was a little late—not not not a lot of late—but you had to walk for miles from parking lot F to uh, the Nunn Hall, and it was windy and cold up there on the hill. But uh, so I made it and I found one of my chemistry notebooks and I'd written on top of it, speak Lord, your servant is listening. And I thought at that time in my college career, you know, I, 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 you know, I wanted to figure things out. But I noticed this reading as I kept reading it. Three times Samuel goes and says, here I am Lord but the Lord doesn't answer him. So when I was in college, I'd always say, here I am, Lord, you know, what do you want me to do? And um, there was a girl in chemistry class I did like though, I remember that, and so I said, well, here I am, Lord, here I am, Lord, but nothing ever happened until I said, speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. See, the Lord doesn't want us to just come to him for answers, like to have our life all figured out. What, help me to figure all this out, Lord, he, just to get an answer. He just wants us to pull us aside and have a little conversation with him. Just That's what I think is happening with Samuel. He doesn't want to have things figured out He just wants to pull him aside and have a little conversation with him. And so I think there's three little parts to a conversation with God this morning that we can, it's all wrapped up in that name, Samuel. Samuel means Shema El, which means, it can mean heard by God. So do you believe that God hears you? Over Christmas, a mother told me that her little girl, maybe about your age, Uh, started to play music like uh, picked up a guitar and started playing. She wasn't trained. Uh, She didn't really have, um, you know, any music lessons, but she just started singing in the living room Christmas songs with her family. And, you know, she she trusted that her parents not only were listening, but that they wanted to listen. And so we, we can enter into this conversation with God because not only is he listening, but he wants to listen to everything you say. You know, and that includes what we hear in the second reading today. You know, Corinthians had trouble with their bodies. and Maybe they were a little embarrassed by their bodies, or maybe they weren't embarrassed by their bodies, but sometimes the Lord wants to hear everything about us. Maybe he wants to hear about how we struggle with our bodies. Maybe we don't like our bodies. Maybe we're sick and we don't know what to do with our sickness in our bodies. And so St. Paul says to those Corinthians, Look, your body is special. Give it to me. I'll help you with it. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. So talk to God about anything. Talk to God about anything, everything. In that book, um, The Rocking Chair Prophet there, uh, Matthew Kelly says, We experience life through our bodies. Our bodies are excellent servants, but terrible masters. Allowing your body to rule and direct your life is a sure path to self-destruction. If we become slaves to our bodies, they begin to lie to us. That is why the wise deny their bodies in small ways each day. Well, that just means accept your bodies, give them to the Lord. He's listening. You can talk to God about anything. The second thing is what Samuel also means is Shema, Israel, Speak to the Lord, so everyone say, "Speak, Lord, your servant is listening." Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. So that's where we get to the point in the conversation where he wants to speak to you in this conversation. And uh, you know, there was a man that came, and he's given talks around the diocese. Came to talk to the classes. Classes, he he tried his talk was three things hope and healing were the two major themes hope and healing and happiness was the third do you believe God wants hope for you and happiness and healing so he had he was a post-abortive father he he had a a kind of a relationship in college, and, and um, he went and had an abortion, and he, and he had a, it was a post-abortive man, and finally he ran into a girl that really he liked, and, and he grew up with no Jesus in his life, no Jesus at home, nobody talked about Jesus or drugs or anything, so he, he was just kind of out there, and he had a really bad temper, he was really angry and violent, He did end up playing at Xavier University, Division I basketball, because that's how he took out his anger. He got really good at basketball. But anyway, as to make a long story short, you know, uh, one day he was sitting in the car, and he heard a little voice that said, you know what, Carl, if you don't stop, you're going to die. And it was a loving voice. It was a voice of someone that wanted him to be happy, wanted him to have hope, and wanted him to heal. I hope that we can say, Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. We, can, we want to listen to him because he wants you to be happy. He wants you to have hope. And he wants to heal us. So one more time, say it again, speak, Lord. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And finally, we see in the gospel, you know, what happens is after we just kind of like talk to God about anything, our bodily struggles or whatever, and then we, we say, Lord, speak, I'm listening, then something overflows into us. Like, guess what? Andrew brought his brother Simon, to Jesus, would you help bring somebody else to the Lord and it didn 't happen by trying to convince them like i 'm going to come up with five proofs for the existence of God no it 's just like sharing wine, uh, not that you don 't drink wine, please, I, I mean accept at mass I mean well anyway. Uh, there was a Cuban missionary, a mission missionary. Cuban, they'd all, every night in their big celebrations like Christmas and Easter, they would share wine. And so, you know, the wine tasted so good and that he just wanted to share it. There was no convincing or arguments like, you know what the word convince means, conquer. It's like, I'm going to convince you, I'm going to conquer you, no. It's just overflowing. I've tasted his healing. I've tasted his hope. I've tasted his happiness. And I just want you to, sh- to share that with you. That's why we have these communities, like the par- parish here, is just, again, to enter into this conversation with God. And our fifth grade have been so gracious in helping us today enter into this conversation with God, this Eucharist, where we'll sip again in this conversation of his good wine himself. Let's give a, a great big round of applause for our, our fifth grade who are leading us in prayer today. We invite all of us to stand again. One more time, keep saying one more time with this. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Amen.